welcome to another episode of Parkview on the Spot. My name is Nathan, and I am one of the pastors at Parkview, and I am joined by my good friend. You forgot my name. I did not forget your name. You just set me I, up. Okay. I didn't set you up. This wasn't supposed to be a bit. I, I remember your name. What's up, I, everyone? My name is Chad. Nathan has forgotten my name. And it's I've disowned so you. Good to be I disowned you, you immediately after that. On this other it, episode. Yeah, yeah. Th- thank you guys for you joining us. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If you survived that whole thing, um, we are still glad you're joining us. We are called on the spot because we like to be out of the church building and in the community. That's yeah. why we called our podcast Love it. on the spot. Can you tell everybody what we're doing today? Dude, we are at. Wooden Paddle, wood-fired pizzeria. You said that really well. Dude, we are in Lamont, Illinois. We're with a special guest, John Cowan. He's an unbelievable dude. So good conversation with him today. And if you're in Chicagoland and you're looking for a good cocktail or great pizza or just a great atmosphere, you got to come to Lamont. It's a great place to be. You should record him doing that for a commercial. That was that was, that was golden. Golden. There you go. There you go. I'm looking at John as I say that. There you go. Anyway, um, can I put you on the spot, Chad? Yeah. Uh, please? Sure. Just, yeah. really, just really quick. Absolutely. Uh, you shop at places I would never shop at because we're different. True. Uh, you texted me a picture of a shopping bag <laughs> that you received from Duluth Clothing Company yeah, man. this past week because yep. you were so excited that Duluth Clothing Company had solved what? They had solved the problem of plumber's butt. <laughs> as, as though it was still a problem. It is. I, I thought suspenders solved Apparently that. Apparently it is because they've marketed it. <laughs> But they now make long shirts that cover your backside when you bend over. That is really cool. It, it, guys, Chad was so excited he had to text me about it. Um, Love it. That's why you're my friend. You got to go to Duluth. Man. Anyway, you guys enjoy, enjoy the interview with John. John, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for coming in Wooden Paddle tonight. Yeah, baby. Of course. We're can, glad we're here. Can you just like describe this place to people who are listening? Okay. Well... Yeah. In three words or less. Three words. Oof. Wow, that's tough. Um, um, shoot. That was three. <laughs> shoot is one. There, or was shoot. that two? I wanted um, shoot. shoot. Oh. <laughs> well, you threw me off of three words. That's well, okay, five. You get five words. You five, get five words. words. Wood-fired, wood craft, fresh, delicious. Delicious. Well done. Nice. Is that the first time anybody's ever asked you that? I don't even... I, was that five words? I don't, that was great. I don't know. I'm not good at math. <laughs> yeah. Really but but it, yeah, it was good. It's like you've done it before. Um, yeah. Have you ever thought of uh, going into politics? Already we're getting to that question. Okay. <laughs> we're already there. If, if you're listening right now, no, John, yeah. I, I promised John we wouldn't talk about politics, and I just great. thought I'd ask him that. Well, we go way back with political talk. Yeah, we, you know, and we do. I, the more, and it's funny, when I was 20 or 22, I'd love to talk about it all time to everybody. And then I realized what 20 and 22 year olds come off like when they do that, you know, and. I've kind of, uh, in my position now, I've kind of uh, backed off a little bit about talking about this stuff. But when, but when I was in high school, you know, when I was, ma- this might not connect with everybody, but I used to play a lot of, like, basketball video games and making my creative yeah, player. Yeah. And I'd, uh, my nickname was The Mayor, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Mayor. Nice. <laughs> Did, what, what video game? Like, NBA Live? 2K. 2K, NBA baby. 2K. Okay. Yeah. I was born in 88. Your so. created player was The Mayor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> six foot six, super white guy who just dunked all over everybody, you know? So, so if I came to the paddle, the wooden yeah. paddle, I yep. should say, and I, I wanted to have a delicious meal, what am I getting? Okay, one of the cool things about wooden paddle is that... People know that may, they might notice from Orland Park where we were wooden paddle pizza, and we still make awesome pizza. But we actually took pizza out of our name because Ooh. a lot of people connotate like pizza. They come in here and they're expecting like Chicago Tavern or 
deep dish pizza with sausage, you know. But you just offended everybody. I, Listen, hey, trust me, I'm a monthly Lumonati's customer. All right, so good, uh, I love it. But anyways, we do, we do everything from scratch here. The only thing we put in our freezer is our gelato we make in house. We awesome. make awesome craft cocktails, and why they're awesome because we press the lime, lemon, and grapefruit daily. Make our Boom. syrups in house, and we've gotten to the point where. Now we have dishes like we just added a awesome. I have to look at the menu what it's called because I don't want to screw this up. But it's duck fat wings, so we're confit chicken wings, smoked paprika dry rub, <laughs> herbed buttermilk ranch. We're making all that in house. These things fall yeah, off the bone. Man. They're delicious. That. It, it sounds amazing, so. but I, I feel like oh I feel God. like I should have some slim jeans I on know, right? and some glasses without lenses. You know, like it's oh, got the hipster yeah. vibe. You know. Yeah, you know, people might throw around some terms like hipster, yuppie. A lot of those terms. But, you know, all I say is we make good food. You do make good food. Truth. All right. Truth we, we, we want to make a pizzeria for date night. You know, it, it, there's a lot of, you know, nostalgia with having the you know 50-year-old guy with hairy knuckles sweating all over your pizza as he's cutting it. <laughs> but we thought we'd kind of like... You have that, though, right? Every Tuesday. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> can come in for a nostalgic experience at Wooden Paddle on Tuesday evenings. <laughs> do you need a second job? I'm sorry. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How, how, how did you get into this whole, uh, you know... I own a pizza restaurant kind of thing. Oh, my gosh. Just being a crazy, you know, kid. Like, I, I was 14 when I got my first job because my mom said, hey, there's a pizzeria opening down the street, and pizza's your favorite food. Maybe you should get a job. And I was like 13 and 350 days, and I applied. My interview consisted of... Do you drink or smoke weed? And I was like, a, I was like, <laughs> that was a, the leading question. No, that's literally the interview. And, and, I, was like, and I was like, um, I'm a youth group attender, and I don't even know what you're talking about. Right? I was like, I was like, no, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. And it was like, right before the interview, I remember I had a chocolate shake, I had a white shirt on, and I spilled the shake on my shirt. I was so embarrassed. I was like, I'm gonna, I screwed it up. I lost that's my so opportunity. Good, a month later, they called me and. I was 14 when I got the job there. I was 16 when I first got keys. I became there right after I graduated high school. I was uh, given 75 hours a week being their general manager. Wow. And like literally, yeah, it was at, at that point I was like, hey, I think I can do this myself. I, college wasn't really working out for me. I was extremely, you know, not smart. And so I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to start a business, you know? So I, uh, my mom. I'm extremely not smart. Yeah. I'm going to start a business. I, I, I know. That's how crazy it is. And yeah. my, my wife, when she listens to this, she's probably going to shake her head. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I came in and helped the business actually do something. Like, you know, you need one crazy person to start it and then we need some fine tuning with smarter people, you know? But, um. When I was uh, 19, I had my first failed business thing. I tried to buy a restaurant in a town mm -hmm. close to me. I'm from McHenry, Illinois, northwest suburbs. Tried to buy something in Crystal Lake. I lost my, lost $10,000 of money that wasn't mine. Jeez. And my mom still believed in me to put, get a second mortgage on her house to buy what was Old Town Pizza in Orland Park in 2008. Wow. No joke. And so that's when I moved to Mokina, Illinois. And, you know, now that's where I... Connected to Parkview, right? So yeah, there. so you yeah, yeah, yeah. lost you lost ten grand in a failed business. Yeah. In what year? Two thousand seven. So the next year, your mom was like, "Yeah, I believe in you. You can do it." I tell her, I, I I'm like, "Mom, I love you, but that was extremely foolish to ever <laughs> believe in something." Foolish like, love, man. Absolutely. Foolish love. Absolutely. Yeah, baby. Yeah, but, but <laughs> that's just so. I, I feel like everyone who is successful has people along the way who believe in them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and honestly, my mom, my grandparents, 
Hmm. My dad has been so loving and all the time he's given. And I, I hate naming things like this because I'm going to forget like people have done amazing things for me in life. But sure. I've been extremely blessed with a lot of people who just even saying a nice word in the many bad years we had. Like people hmm. who come into our restaurant, like it is doing well now. And I'm very thankful for that. But from 2008 to about 2015, it sucked. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like literally at the end of the year, calculating how many hours I worked and looking at my end of year pay and being like, I made $2 an hour. Mm-hmm. And then finding out at certain points, like I had employees who thought I made six figures. <laughs> I'm like, but you know, it, it, all those things make you who you are and prepare you for what you eventually will do. And I'm, I'm thankful for how things have worked out. As you look back, what's the, one of the biggest obstacles that you over, overcame through all that? Hmm. In five words or less. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's go three. Let's just, he was really good with three. I think, t- before I answer that, I'll say restaurant industry sucks. Hmm. Yeah. And anybody who likes to cook and is like, I'm going to open a restaurant. I'm like, no, don't do it. Why? What is it about the restaurant industry that just sucks? Because you have to run a business and figure out like how to make cool food that people actually want to pay you for. Sure. And there's so much competition in that industry. In this industry, I should say. And uh, it is just banging your head against the wall. Like, I feel like we've learned so much over the years, and it's still tough to figure out what to do next, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I always applaud anybody who's giving it a go, who's doing a good job. It's, I'm, I just, I follow those people, and I applaud them, because it's like, good for you. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Chief. <laughs> yeah. But one thing I would tell myself at this point is like, you know, network more with people who know what they're doing because I probably could have saved years of sucking just by, you know, talking to the right people. <laughs> why, why, yeah. why, did, why, why do you think you didn't? Because it's scary. Like, honestly, I'm still trying to figure it out. If anybody's listening to the podcast and wants to be a mentor to a nice <laughs> 32-year-old restaurateur, hey, <laughs> I'm all ears because, you know, it's, it's just tough to go out there, especially being a millennial and just reaching out and trying to make those connections, you know, and uh, I'm not the greatest at it. One thing that's helped us recently is we finally been, we have enough money now to, we hired an awesome restaurant consultant and we meet with him once a week, have an hour phone call. And those phone calls, it's just like, oh, how awesome the knowledge we get from those things. Yeah. Yeah. Was there, was there ever like a moment when you felt like this is all going to fall apart and it it almost felt like back in 2007 when you lost 10 grand, was there ever a moment? I've, I've, I, I'm pretty, some might say like stoic on how I go around the restaurant sometimes. I'm straight faced a lot because I'm thinking about things, right? right? Oh my gosh, I remember <laughs> ovens breaking on Friday night. And it's like, we're finally busy. First time we've ever been busy. And the oven breaks at six <laughs> o'clock at a pizza restaurant that's busy for three hours. And just being like, no. And it's like, we already can't pay our bills, and it's like, oh, $3,000 oven repair when I can't even pay my own myself, you know? It's yeah. like, oh, geez. It's like, how defeating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, and uh, then along the way, it's like relationships. It's like, oh, man, we had a great landlord from 2008 to 2013 in Orland Park, and the reason why we left Orland Park is because we didn't have a good relationship with the, the, mm. the guy, the next landlord who yeah. bought the building, you know? And uh, But all these things lead up to, like, the blessing of, like, you know, that's why we are in Lamont now. It's because we're like, we're done with landlords. We're going to figure out whatever we can do to buy a building, you know? And now we are the landlord of ourselves. So I like that. That yeah. works out much better. Yeah, that's cool. Like that. yeah. Um, how, how have you um, 
stayed married and oh stayed a father of your yeah. kids as an entrepreneur? Um, well, I, yeah, Brianna is my wife, and we are coming up. Um, I'm glad you know that. Yep. Well, I even know my <laughs> anniversary. About, took about 15 <laughs> seconds. That's a very slow <laughs> announcement. Brianna is my wife, yeah. <laughs> Brianna is my wife. Yes. We're, yes, we're hitting is. our 10th year of marriage on 10-10-20. Wow, Congrats, so, man. So, yeah. Happy for you. So pretty cool, great. and she's also my business partner, and she's right. been my business partner since day one. How in the of world have you survived that? Well, can you, can you just give like yeah? So one of the cool things surviving that. Good lord! Well, the worst part is that we're both firstborn children. <laughs> it's not so bad. I'm married to a firstborn. Anna, Anna and I are. It's not so bad. We're so, 17 years in. We're good. Anna, don't hey. listen to this. <laughs> well, the thing is, in the beginning. Of working together, it was always like, "Hey, Bree, can you do this? Hey, John, can you do this?" Like, uh-huh. just who's in charge? We're both telling each other what to <laughs> yeah, do all yeah. the time. Of course, you know. And my little brother works for me here, Timothy. Nice, he, and so he knows how it is being, you know, the younger brother. Yeah. Family like, is all tied up in this. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my sister-in-law does our bookings for our wedding business. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of family going on here. Yeah. Um, but anyways, how uh, do you, how, how okay. do we keep the yes. marriage thing going? Yeah, yeah. So, um, date nights we. It's kind of like budgeting. <laughs> like sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't. But yeah. we know we get better centered. We recenter when we're doing our date nights. Um, so that's cool. We try to do those once a week. Cool. And what uh, do you do? Just watch a movie. We try to go out. Go out. We try nice. to go do. It's something. kind of personal. Yeah. What do you do? I'm not like talking about <laughs> that. Take it I'm, easy. Jeez. I'm not good lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just talking about the date. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, um, but honestly, it's we've also found that we need to do different things in our company because a, a big struggle we've had is like, hey, we are um, we are married and we're, what are we married or business partners? You know, we've had that conversation. You know, what I'm saying you talked about like low points. Neck. I like the neck move. <laughs> well, that's what are we true. Married man? or business partners? Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. But the most important thing is like um, I think that. I, sometimes I'm good at backing down mm. off of when I'm, you know, when she's very sure of something and she's good at doing it for me too. She's like gotten so much better at that in life because she's always been a spitfire and now she's like, if I'm being too hard-headed, she allows me to come down off that a little bit. You, you talked about like a really bad time in business. I did. Oh my gosh. In the beginning of our marriage, I remember having conversations just like, we're all, we, we're such a slow restaurant. We couldn't afford to pay anybody to work. So it's just mm. us working. And it was like just having this argument about stupid crap. And then all of, I, I just remember being so enraged, taking like this piece of glassing and throwing it on the ground. And years mm. later, people would be like sweeping. What? Did you drop glass? And Brianna and I would look at each other. She'd be like, why are you asking John about the glass? Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. That's yeah. being found years later. That's so, honest though, man. No, that's, that's really honest. That's real life right there. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. And you got through it. Oh, yeah. Totally. Good. You know? I, I remember... Um, Talking to you, man, how many years ago? Before Wooden Paddle, the restaurant existed. Maybe, I don't know, six years ago, seven years ago. And you, and you kept talking about this, like, dream you had. Man, our pizza would be so good in a sit-down restaurant. I want to have, like, like he, he was, like, describing this. Like, he was like, I want, I want there to be craft cocktails and craft drinks. And people get the pizza fresh out of the oven. And they get, I mean, you, you oh. dreamed it. Like, well, you had this in your mind. Absolutely. I, well, Nathan, we go back. We were yeah. in small groups together. We were. Yeah, yeah. You've seen me at down points of life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you yeah. know? But, um, 
you were at the first day, I believe, when we brought the first mobile wood-fired oven out. That was a big change, oh, turning point yeah, yeah, in yeah. our business because yeah. we had a brick-and-mortar restaurant. Um, a guy I love, Jeff Valentino, came to me. He is a big pizza guy, and he went to Parkview too. Yeah. And uh, he came to me with this mobile uh, wood-burning oven, and I was like, "He's like, your pizza would work great with this. You should consider buying it from me." And I was like, "Bro, I have enough restaurant equipment that." and I still can't make money. I can't buy another piece, and I'll suck at that, too. I was like, if you ever need help, I will make dough for you. I will help cook pizzas at an event for you, whatever, to help you out. We He hit me up two weeks later. Let's do this event in Winnetka. And went up there, had a blast. I was like, looked at the, what he charged them. I was like, we don't make that on a Friday night. And I had fun, and we, it was experiential. And that's what it's all about for me. Yeah. Like, I found out, like, I'm like, pretty hardcore capitalist thinking I can take a square and pound it into a round hole and I'm going to make it work because my pure effort. You know, that's me. <laughs> yeah. I found out like, wow, I'm a millennial who needs to be passionate about what he does completely because that's where the magic happens. Like yeah. I love, especially pre-COVID when this place could pack out and like people are standing around. It was like just that feeling and that you know, the vibe going, it's like, dude, that's what it's all about. But yeah. we found out from our mobile business, we started catering a lot of weddings, being a part of people's biggest days of their life, hmm. you know, it's an experience as opposed to a transaction of just like, call me for a pizza and I right. hand you a pizza and you know, I never even knew if you liked it or not, you know, I like it at instant feedback. Yeah, yeah. And what I wanted to ask was like how you went from that dream that you were talking about to this, like, mm. do you know what I mean? Because... I, mean, we, I feel like people, we interview people, every person we interview has these like dreams and Chad's always good at asking like what people's dreams are. And I'm always like, what are all, your dreams? Yeah, what are your dreams? It's a great question, but like you've made it happen. Like somebody listening right now, I guarantee you has a dream of something they want to accomplish, right? Oh. What, what would you say to that person? Okay. A lot of people say, oh, this is awesome. I love this. And I, they're like, how did you do this? And I'm like, I'm literally just so you know, hard-headed, that it was just like, no was never an answer. And I'm not saying that's smart either. I just happened to go hard until we're at where we're at. But now we're at the point where we are having some success with things. Now it's, we're always looking for a new project, which is kind of fun. You know, we've really been trying to pull ourselves back from, you know, I used to make all the pizzas. And now I realized, one thing I realized in business is if I'm not climbing the ladder in my company, there's no opportunity for anybody else to grow in the company that's either. Good. So that was a big thing. That's good. So one of the reasons we love doing this podcast is because we love hearing stories about how people take what they're doing and connect it with their faith. And so let's go back a little bit, back to when the dream was there in your head. You know, you're thinking about pizza. Uh, when, when did God show up in John's life? Honestly, a big God moment for us in our business. And I'm sorry, I'm like, I don't know, I'm not as deep as you awesome people here are, you know? So like sure. we put on a good front. <laughs> so, so what I'll say is like a huge thing for us and um, was hearing about Dave Ramsey's financial piece. We actually huh? did a video at Parkview, you know, about saying how it changed our life. It truly did, you yeah. know, and being responsible that. with our money, you know, it like... Are you a gazelle? Uh, we're debt free. Beautiful. Yeah, baby. Um, except for mortgage <laughs> debt. You know, we, we do have mortgage and stuff on the buildings. And that, but that was a big deal because I yeah. paid my grandpa off last year and I handed my mama a huge check this year yeah, to awesome. pay her off, which is so exciting because I've paid, I, she's been, she's done so much and just to she's hand her that check man. and be like, yeah. I was like, mom, I just want to make sure I know the exact amount of what I owe. 
Beautiful. And I was like, I'm driving up right now. She lives an hour away. And I was like, I'm going to hand you a check, you know, because I'm done. She's like, what? 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 what and you- <laughs> it was like, just like, a, how is this possible? You know, so that's cool. I don't know. So anyway, so there's the shameless yeah. plug. You yeah. got to do Financial Peace University. Yeah, it's a good plug. Yeah. I, I really feel like if, if you do that and you take it seriously, and I think it's really important to do it in, well, if they do it in person. Anyways, in person was nice for me because yeah. you had the accountability at your table. Yeah. And following through with it, you know, and I'm not going to lie. We haven't done our budgets every month the whole since 2013 when we took the class. Yeah. But whenever we get off course a little bit, it's like we get back to that. There's a comfort in having a budget. And for us, it was huge because being, I guess the bigger point of that is being a good steward of your money, you know. And <laughs> I, my grandpa is an awesome guy. He literally has given 20% of his income his whole life to the church. Wow. Which is like, it's kind of like crazy, right? you know. Right. But just like the tithing thing for me, it just, <laughs> that's a big deal to me. I. <laughs> If I'm screwing up my budget and I for, I'm not tithing when I'm screwing up my budget, basically, yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. I don't know. That's but really go cool. Back, go, but go back even further, like back yeah. to when, I mean, when you first met God, like how, how did that happen for you? I've been a Christian since I was a child, you know, so it's always been a part of my thing. One, the first, when I went into business, I went to a guy who I knew was a Christian who owned a, uh, a company and it was successful. And I said, hey. Do you have any advice for me? I took he t- I took him out for coffee, and he's like, "Hey, man, the golden rule: do unto others as you'd have them do unto you." And holy cow, like I really believe in that because, mm. like, trust me, I make mistakes constantly and stuff like that. But like, I'm still grounded in like, oof, I can still think back. Would I wanted to be treated like that? Yeah. Should I? Would I be happy if I was burning pizzas and somebody, came, my boss came up? Like, what are you? Doing? You know? No, I don't do that. But all of know. his employees are standing around rolling yeah. their eyes right now. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> So, anyways, but it, it really helps in a lot of interactions where, you know, you might feel like, ah, screw that. I right. should do this or not. But, I don't know. It's always been grounding for me, which has been cool. Dude, what's your grandfather think of this place? My grandpa, honestly, he comes. I know, I know you love him. I love my yeah. grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, they were here. They live in California, so they don't okay. come all the time. Okay. You know, so it was uh, an interesting thing, serving alcohol, you know. Huh. Can I go into that? You can. I, you can I, I, was trying to, I was trying to set you up, man. That was like a little... Uh, we talked about it before we started recording. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that whole thing. I think it's interesting. It was... Um, I respect my grandpa more than anybody in this world. I truly do. And uh, I, I think that uh, we just have differing opinions on, you know, alcohol and restaurants. And it was a big... He's a Christian. He's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Very righteous man. Yeah, also, he's yeah, seriously twenty percent to the he's, church guy. Yeah, and he's he's even keel. Right, the the most straightforward, like good person I know. And but he was very unhappy when I told him mm. that we were going to go from a um, a carryout restaurant to being a restaurant that has a full bar and a great craft cocktail program. I didn't add how cool that was, but you know, like it's pretty cool. It, it was a point of contention, and um, we. <laughs> I, I got to a point where I, I said, Grandpa, you know, like, I've prayed about this. I I don't have the same conviction as you hmm. do on this. And trust me, would you rather have somebody who's responsible, who has ethics, serving the alcohol and having rules, or the person who could give a crap, you know? So that's yeah. where I kind of went with him. And I also challenged him to try to go a year without going to a restaurant that serves alcohol. How'd that and go? <laughs> 
honestly, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't remember the response. I don't think there was one. But you that know, was your little snide remark. Yeah, you had. To get I it wasn't in there. trying to be snide either. I really. I asked my mom before I brought that up because I had that thought, and I asked my mom. I was like, Mom, or do you think that'd be okay? I like. I. I think it's an important thing, though. Like, you sure, know, it's a good point. I, yeah. I, I thought it was a good point. Yeah. How did you navigate that tough conversation? I feel. Just to give context, we are literally coming off of a presidential debate on Tuesday night. Yeah. Where, you know, you know people talking to each other right now in our world doesn't really happen all that well when you have different different opinions. How, well, how'd you navigate that, man, on a personal level? I think that'd be good to talk about. Well, I think I'm lucky. My grandpa is very easy to talk to. He's even keel, and he'll just tell you straightforward. He wouldn't interrupt me a million times. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, like, he was straightforward, and he was uh, just honest with me, and hmm. I understand you're making your decision for that, you know, and that's at the point where I don't feel comfortable being an investor in what you're doing right now. And he'd give me a loan. And that, so I told him, Grandpa, I love you so much. I, I appreciate all the support you've given me. And you were, I'm going to stop anything. We're, we're not going to try to grow anymore at all at this point. Like, we're going to pay you off as fast as possible. And we ended up paying him off uh, six months after we opened. Mm. So at the new location. Was, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was like a really good feeling handing that check to Sure. You know, because it was just like, I don't want to disrespect you. Like, I, that's where I felt bad as I, you know, feel bad about things sometimes. Yeah, Chad, know. I mean, we were talking know. about it. Like, it's the understanding thing. Like, I feel like these conversations can happen when you just try to understand each other. Yeah, you know like what I mean? when you're just thinking about the other person. <laughs> right, 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 right. Instead of trying to get your point across right. and trying to get the person to think the way you think, right. like being a better listener. Uh, that's why I love yeah. owning a restaurant because, yeah. like, I've found at this point in my life, I have people on both sides of the aisle who mm. have certain opinions, mm. and I like to listen to people and see what they have to say about it. I I really tread carefully ever giving my opinion on certain things yeah. just because yeah. technically when you own a restaurant, you're almost a politician just sure. doing that. Sure. So, but I, when you have a conversation that goes well with somebody who completely disagrees with you, dude, is there any... I love that feeling so much. It is so cool, you know, just being like... And you, you can't do that on Facebook. You can't do that on Instagram and in the comments. Mm. Like, dude, it doesn't work. You know, as I, as I was listening to Amen. your conversation about your, you and your grandpa, it sounds like you love him and you respect him very much that it seemed like it would be a pretty risky thing to be like, hey, grandpa, um, <laughs> I disagree with you. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's a really weird thing to yeah, go yeah, to yeah. somebody who's, sure. you know, 80 and lived an awesome Yeah, life. that you respect. Right. life and right. me at that point I was like and 29 right 29 you know whatever yeah. I don't know what to say about that but like it was weird yeah. we'll say so, that much. so say more about that because I think there's some gold in, in being a younger leader right and looking at the leaders above you and beyond you who have had more life experience like you know what would you say to the young leader who <laughs> who thinks they have all the answers and yet you know is surrounded by older leaders and not really tapping into that right I think conversations need to happen. And hmm. what I've found in business, the longer we do it, there's a lot of uncomfortable conversations that need to be had all the time. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the more you do it, the easier it gets. Because you know that sitting on the edge of your seat being like, oh, uh, right. I, I need to do this. Yeah, when you stress yourself out, we, my generation talks a lot about anxiety. Well, yeah, I think it's because we're skirting the issues. We're not with people all the time. We're on social media all the time. Hmm. So instead of actually being person to person and being like, I just need to talk to you about this. We sit online, snipe at each other, and do this and that. You know, my, I love my little sister, and she completely disagrees with me on everything. 
everything. We're like so, a good little sister should. Yeah. Well, we're ten years different, yeah. so in age, and um, we she'll put up things on face. Like I never comment on people's political things anymore, but her. It's like, I love you too much to let you say this. You know, that's how I think, because I think I'm so smart, you know? Sure. And so at a certain point, we'll go back and forth, like, four comments, and I'll be, like, FaceTiming you now. So Because there's something special about, like, looking at somebody yes. and, and having seeing what my face is saying and when I can give you sarcastic tones in my voice. You know, it's good, man. It's just yeah. better. And yeah. honestly, that's saved us. We, we are all constantly developing a better relationship just by having using technology. She lives in Montana, yeah. so, you know, yeah. like... How does um how does your faith? I mean, you said you've been a Christian a long time. How does your faith kind of play into how you lead the business, or you and your wife lead this business? Well, I would say that we know that we're held to a higher standard. Hmm. It, I always feel like we need to live up to it more. We need to do a better job. I just like the grounding it gives me, because like I feel like, especially in the restaurant industry ego can get out of control super mm-hmm. quick. I've been in the industry long enough to see so many restaurants open up that do good for a year, and they're like, we're opening in Naperville, and we're opening in Oak Brook, like right away. <laughs> After a year. After yeah. a year, and then they go out of business because they tried to expand and yeah. stuff like that. So I don't know. I think I just like being grounded by, like, there's more to life than business. Like, lately, I've I That's good, started man. trying to get people to get in a different position, so I'm not doing as many, like, walking around the restaurants but I'm trying to work more from my home office because I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old and I'm able to be with them a lot and I'm you're just I'm just at a different stage of life now where it's like right. these things are important to me now so I'm is it weird to say out loud dude it is hashtag so, adulting yeah. so weird. yeah 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 but it's so fun too you yeah. know so uh good man. It's good man okay so I have this idea in my head that because you started a pizza business that you've been to pizza conventions <laughs> Dude, okay, so I've never I been to told him. I might have told him. <laughs> what, what is a pizza convention, and what's it like to oh, go to a pizza on. convention? <laughs> International Pizza Expo. Wait, is what's that in like? Las Vegas every year, okay. um, March. And this is where they have six football fields worth of, you know, um, pizza. new equipment and stuff like that. You just like. They you have, laugh, Chad. You, <laughs> no, dude. We're talking pizza acrobatic competitions. Oh. We're having the fastest stretch, the biggest stretch, <laughs> the um, yeah, uh, pan style division, Neapolitan division, artisan, or you know whatever it is. I've competed have in an in international division? competition. I was in the traditional pizza making category. Huh. Brianna, the same year while she was pregnant, about six months, was in the non traditional, huh. and I came in fifteenth out of sixty, and she came like thirty sixth <laughs> out of sixty. So I beat her. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're we're a little competitive. We definitely are. Okay. Well, it's because you're firstborns. Well, dude, that's one. (laughs) We are both super competitive. So, like, one of the things that has been hard is, like, giving away responsibilities of, like, pizza making because we're, like, I'm the fastest. I'm the fastest. And, like, that's just how we are. Love it, dude. Very fun. Conversations that have never happened. Pizza Expo Expo is awesome, though, because you just meet the coolest people who do what you do. Yeah. And you get to learn. And so many people are so sharing in that industry. It's very cool. And it's a vibrant community. I think we should go. Dude, I do. I'd go to I, Vegas I to the pizza. Yeah, we'll do a podcast from there. Let's do a podcast at the Why next not? pizza oh convention in Vegas. That Let's would be go. Great. Let's go. Yeah. I would be constantly. And you know what? You're technically media. You do a podcast. You get in for free. You get your media badge. Boom. There we go. We're set up. We'd Absolutely. be so constipated after all that pizza. Oh, man. You know what Dude, I mean? I, I remember one of my first years going there. <laughs> I just remember eating so much pizza where I was like, I just want a banana. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a banana. Yeah. 
lots of pizza. Thank you for sharing, John. Yeah, Thank you. Sure. John, it's so good to be at your place yeah, today, man. man. Yeah. The Wooden Paddle Lamont. Guys, if you're listening to this and you're in Chicagoland, come to Lamont. Come check out the Wooden Paddle. John is here. Brianna's here, man. Come check the place Great out. Great date night spot. Great date I'll night spot. It's a good yeah. vibe. Yeah. At Wooden Paddle on Instagram. Yeah. You know, all that good date stuff. Date night. Date date being a date night. There you go. How about yeah. that? Yeah. And uh, we talked a lot about, um, you know, faith and life and kind of merging the two. Um, if you have any questions about that, if something's kind of sparked in your mind you want to talk through, uh, you can go ahead and email uh, Chad and I at onthespot at parkviewchurch.com. We would love to help you figure that out in your own life. Anything yeah, else you got for the uh, wonderful audience, Chad? No, we're good, man. Just really appreciate you being with John. Yeah. Oh. Been a lot of fun, man. Thanks, nice dude. having you guys out. Yeah. See you soon. Peace.